Welcome to Marginalia's Daily Readings and Prayers podcast. Our hope is to come alongside you in your daily Bible reading and prayer and to help you stay connected with the life and teaching of New City while we're unable to get together in person. You want to follow along each day by reading before listening. You can find our readings and a short prayer at www.newcitycincy.org forward slash readings. Today is Thursday, May 21st, the year of our Lord, 2020. And our scripture readings for today, which is Ascension Day, are the 40th Psalm, Daniel chapter 7, verses 9 through 14, Hebrews chapter 2, verses 5 through 18, and our gospel reading comes from Matthew chapter 8, verses 16 to 20. My name is Michael Prevatera, and I'm one of the pastors at New City. Well, like I said, today is Ascension Day, and uh, many of you right now might be saying, Ascension what? This pastor has too much time on his hands during lockdown. Uh, And while that may be true, uh, I am not making this up because today is the day that the church uh, across the globe and across the denominations marks the day Jesus ascended into heaven 40 days after his resurrection. And today is the 40th day after Easter, so Ascension Day. The ascension of Jesus is something a lot of Christians will confess but often don't spend too much time thinking about. Um, Some of that has to do with our modern cosmology. Like, I don't know how much the ancients knew about the sky, though they clearly knew a lot. Uh, Today, we know a lot more. We know that we live in a vast universe in which our planet is literally just a small speck of dust floating among billions of stars and galaxies. Our solar system is just a small speck of dust in the grand scheme of things. And so is the Milky Way galaxy in which we reside. Have you ever read Dr. Seuss's book for kids, uh, Horton, Here's a Who? There's a movie made out of it, too few years back, uh, but it's the story is about an elephant who finds an entire civilization living uh, in a small speck of dust on a flower. We are, in reality, actually a lot like the Who's in that book. And so, to think that Jesus ascended into heaven is sort of hard for us moderns to believe, because we've been up to the heavens in space shuttles, and heaven ain't up there. You know, we ask, is Jesus floating up in the vacuum of outer space? Did he go to another planet? Is he out sailing the galactic waves on a comet? These are things that we we think about when we imagine Jesus ascending into the sky. What we know about our universe 2,000 years after this event is recorded in the Gospels might make it a little hard for us to take seriously this idea of the ascension. And so we mumble, uh, he ascended into heaven, when we recite the Apostles' Creed, and then we quickly stop thinking about it. But today is an entire day uh, in the church calendar dedicated to thinking about it. You know, if you want to go deeper on this topic, Pastor Josh has co-authored a book on the Apostles' Creed called Rooted. I highly recommend it. And there's a whole chapter in that book dedicated to the ascension of Jesus. But so I, I think first it's helpful to make something clear. The early church did not confess that Jesus ascended to the stars or into outer space or another planet or anything like that. The creed says he ascended into heaven. And, you know, biblically, the same word is used for sky and heaven. And we kind of do the same things when we say things like, I gazed up into the heavens. We mean the sky, but we say heavens. But it's very clear from visions that the prophets received throughout Scripture that the earthly sky is not the same thing as the dwelling place of God. They often get associated together in the the biblical worldview, but they are not entirely the same. Biblically, Heaven is more like another dimension, which overlaps our dimension. You know, that's that's science fiction language, but it's language 
I think us moderns understand a little bit better. Heaven is this different realm, though not completely separated from our world. Heaven is like a different frequency that our radios aren't attuned to pick up. It's there, it's, it's floating out there, uh, in some ways it's all around us, but because of sin, our senses and perception aren't able to readily pick it up. N.T. Wright, a New Testament scholar and author, has described heaven as being like the divine control room of the universe. And, you know, for our purposes, I think that's a really helpful image. That's kind of the point of Ascension Day. Jesus, the eternal Son of God, took on our nature to heal our nature, to live the life that we ought to live. The Gospels tell us that he was crucified and died for our sins. He took our place. He took the penalty of sin for us, and he paid the ransom that set us free from sin's hold on us. And on the first Easter, he was raised from the dead. He was victorious over sin and death. The grave could not hold him. Death, which was an intruder into God's good world, was defeated. And then 40 days later, he ascended to the heavenly throne. He was given control of the divine control room and the entire universe, and now rules as king over all. That is what we confess as God's people. And you know, this is exactly what the prophet Daniel foresaw, and we read about in our Old Testament reading from chapter 7 and verses 13 and 14. Daniel writes, I saw in the night visions, and behold... With the clouds of heaven there came one like a son of man. And he came to the Ancient of Days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. The New Testament claim... And this is Jesus' claim, too. This is why Jesus will refer to himself as the Son of Man. He's hearkening back to Daniel's prophecies. But the New Testament claim is that Daniel's prophecy, which was, came about 500 years before the coming of Jesus, was fulfilled by Jesus. Dominion over all things has been given to him, and his kingdom is a multinational, multi-ethnic kingdom that spans time and space and place. And so that means because Jesus is currently ruling over all things, history has a goal. There is a plan. There is an end point. And at that end point, we are waiting for the curtain between our world and the divine control room to be torn aside. King Jesus will be revealed to all the earth. The armies of heaven will invade our broken world and bring a kingdom of peace and justice to a world caught in darkness and sin. In our section from Hebrews, we read something that's feels pretty honest about where we are currently. The author of Hebrews writes, Now in putting everything in subjection to Christ, he left nothing outside his control. At present, we do not yet see everything in subjection to him. In other words, it doesn't look like Jesus is in control, but the reality is, he is. And in the meantime, the church is part of the plan. We are the witnesses and ambassadors of God's kingdom. Each of our church communities is an embassy of heaven, an outpost of the kingdom wherever God has placed us. This is the mission Jesus gives his church in Matthew 28, to be ambassadors for the kingdom, to give the the covenant sign of being a citizen, baptism to any who would enter the kingdom, and make them students of Jesus' ways, and to help them to live that out. Because Jesus has ascended into heaven, 
This means his victory is assured. And, and that means that we can have great hope that the evils and darkness and tragedies of our lives and world will not have the last word. And also because heaven is not some far off place in the sky or the, the outer space, that means God is not far off because the heavenly unseen dimension overlaps our normal everyday dimension. We have access to Christ all the time and wherever we find ourselves, he has not left us. And this is why Jesus says in Matthew 28, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. One goal of this podcast is to foster community and encourage personal reflection in this challenging season. Reach out to your community group, talk with roommates or spouses, or call a friend. And here's a question, which actually is is from the book Rooted, to help you do that. What do you fear? Can embracing Jesus' ascension and kingship empower you to face your fears with boldness? How can others help you direct your gaze back to King Jesus in your fears? Are there others you can encourage today to face their fears by reminding them that Christ is King? If you think this would be helpful, please share this podcast with your friends and family. Encourage them to subscribe. Links can be found at newcitycincy.org forward slash social. You can find more resources related to Marginalia's daily readings and prayers podcasts by following us on Instagram at New City Cincinnati or Facebook at New City Cincy. Let's pray. Father, At your son's ascension into heaven, you promised to send the Holy Spirit on your apostles. You filled them with heavenly wisdom and power. Fill us also with the gift of the Holy Spirit as we wait for the coming of your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you.